Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind, yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded, the disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it, we speak the truth, so they quote it, cause we wrote it. The north, south, the east coast is the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping. And once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt. They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB, don't get it twisted. On cold and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world. In the studio, Ghetto, Ghetto, Ghetto Boys. Boy, sound like a sampler. Yeah. <laughs> 
What's up, homie? What's going on, Will? Oh, man. Way too much to talk about. I really, know. Man. Way too much, man. Hey, um, you want, where you want to start at? Because, boy, it's a good one. No, I, I want to start on these youngsters, man. Oh, shit. I want to start on these youngsters. So you saw wait, the situation. Wait, 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 wait. Youngsters. All right, come on. You saw the situation that happened with the youngsters who ran up in the mall and came out with all the Louis Vuitton. Are you serious? Stuff. I didn't see this. When you didn't was see this? that? No, when was this? A couple weeks ago. So, so it was a snatch and grab, smash yeah. and grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They go okay. in, they grab a Louis, take off. The, and the security guy is just standing there, you know, little old Mayberry security guard. He's just standing there, top flight. Just watching everything, and then when people take off, then he go get on the walkie. Yeah, he starts going behind him or whatever. I can't stop you, but I can and, call the police to stop you. Yeah, and one of the, one of the women who I think she was a an employee that she called them animals. Oh goddamn! Yeah, she said animals, animals, animals. Um, but you know, I'm not offended by her saying that though, because they Neither were act, they were acting like animals. Neither you know? am I. Yeah, they were acting like animals. You know, I'm not. I'm not offended by that. Um, I think it's important for us to call a strike a strike and a ball a ball. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what the, uh, the the skin color is. If you're acting like an animal, you're acting like an animal. Um, a lot of people. I. I but I. I want to say this though. I saw a lot of people that was just really outraged, like. I mean, it was a different type of outrage. Though it was like they need to die. Wait, I heard wait, people wait, saying wait. they need to die. They need to. They need to put them because all in jail. Because of some shit that was stolen. Yeah, but but well, here's my thing, man. And man, this is bad. Talk to me. So imagine being put in a situation where. They constantly dangle fruit before your eyes. And every time you reach to grab the fruit, they pull it away from you. And every time you just, that, and you sitting there and you starving to death, man. But, yeah. are those, but are those people really starving to death? I mean, Willie, I don't know this situation, man, but I just know this. <laughs> I do know this. And I'm not giving nobody, you know, I'm not giving them a pass for the fucked up shit they did, man. But goddamn. I mean, you know what fixes all this shit? What? Opportunity. Money. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if everybody had employment that paid a livable wage you know what i'm saying like okay let, 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 let's take you and i for instance all right like we ain't out there robbing and and, and trying to take from no fucking body why and not only because we know better but why we have opportunity we have opportunity and we got a little got key, little money. We got options. Imagine right. if you don't have no fucking opportunities and no money. I mean, and, and, and then I'll give it, man. 90%. Eh, I can't go 90. 50% of our uh, pain is self-inflicted. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of shit that's going on with us 
is going on because of us, but we still got another 50% that helped us to this situation that we in in the first place. And it just didn't start with yeah. us. Yeah. And, and it just didn't start with our parents. And it just didn't start with our children. The shit been started. You see what I'm saying? That's the part that cannot be ignored. See, a lot of times when you say what you just said, I'm sure there's people in the comments going crazy right now. Oh, they mad as fucking me. You gotta have, you gotta have accountability. Yeah, you gotta have accountability for sure. Accountability and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and, for sure. And it's, and you started it off with saying that they were wrong, right? Oh, no, they, most definitely. But, but it's I fucking promise wrong. you they missed that part. Yeah, they didn't hear I that part. I promise you they missed that part. No, I the only one they did. I'm not down with them. You know? All they heard was. Man, you know, imagine not having opportunities and blah, blah, blah. That's all they heard. And then, Let me tell you a story, Willie. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I broke this down to me, man. You got two lions in the wild living their life. Mm -hmm. And somebody wants to come along and they capture the two lions and they put them in the cage. And then every day they come by and they feed them. Every day they come by and they feed them every day. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden... They stop feeding them and they come by a, a week or two later and one of the lions is gone. Do you blame the lion for eating the other lion or do you blame the motherfucker who stopped feeding them, who took them out of the natural habitat and stopped feeding them? Mm -hmm. Like who's to blame? So are you saying that the system? I feel like we're put in a situation. I, I, I feel like we're put in a situation where we have to do shit. You know, and some people, and like I say, Willie, some people just do shit out of, uh, uh, they don't have to do the shit. They don't have to do what they're doing. But imagine not having any options. I'm just weighing out the scale. Well, well, well here's the thing. Uh, I don't, I don't believe that our young people today don't have options. I think they have more options than we ever had. Okay. And I agree and, with that. that. There's so many ways for youngsters to make money these days. It's, it's crazy. It's just, it blows my mind. How, but but here, here's the how, problem, how, how really? every day a new youngster becomes a millionaire because they put the work in and they hustle. Okay, but what about the ones that don't know about the... You see, it's, it's, it's all about informing them of other options. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, but I, I, but I, I, I do believe that there are some that's like that. There are, you know, there is a certain sector of kids that are like that. But for the most part, these kids see these other kids getting money. They see what they're doing. They see them on their Twitch. They see them on uh, YouTube making videos. You know, they see them, you know, selling their little water or whatever. They see the other kids hustling. A lot of them little motherfuckers just don't want to put the work in. And that's the bottom line, bro. A lot of them, they're entitled and they don't want to work. A lot of them just don't want to work. Let, let me, let me, let me give, uh, let me offer some, 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 some support, you know, to my theory, right? I lived in Azerbaijan, you know, for 10 years. I'll be like my grandmother. Okay. Azerbaijan? Azerbaijan. Spell I, it. <laughs> I, I lived in Azerbaijan for 10 years. When, if any time you come to, if you come to Azerbaijan right now, if you get off the plane, I can guarantee you right now, well, if it's whatever time, 5 a.m., you're going to see a line of Azeris and Russians lining the streets. They got on suits. The suits are not in great condition, but they have a sense of pride. They're hanging out. 
they're, they're lining streets like like uh, uh, Mexicans uh, lining streets in in in, in Texas. That's you so know how they how, how they be at the gas stations and stuff waiting for a that job. That's so fucking but the, bad. The, but but <laughs> that's the reality. That's their reality. The reality <laughs> is they have suits on and they're waiting to get a job and they're waiting to get any kind of job, whether it be digging a ditch or, or something clerical. Listen to what I'm saying. Go ahead. The, the point is, when I first moved there. Azerbaijan was considered a third world country. All right. The all brought it, br brought it up to standards. But at that time, it was considered a third world country. However, I lived in the city of Baku. In Baku, there's Baku is uh, population wise is very comparable, comparable to Houston, like somewhere in the neighborhood of five million. Right. At the time, four million. They they averaged about. At that time, they averaged about one murder per month. Hmm. At that same t rate, around that time, Houston was averaging about 12 murders a week. Okay? This place was, these people were way poor than whatever we think is poor in Houston. These people, some of these people literally had dirt floors. I know, I was there, been to some of their houses. They had dirt floors. They wasn't murdering each other in record numbers because they didn't have. They still got up and went and bust their ass and dealt, played the hand that they were dealt. Let me tell you something else. Uh, one day I'm on my way home and we witnessed a fight. I got my whole family with me and we witnessed a fight as we're passing by the neighborhood, one of the neighborhoods. And I tell, I asked the driver, I said, say, man, I said, what's going on? And, uh, you know, he said, I don't know. I, I, I'll let you know. So he drop us off. He go back and, and investigate. He comes back and say, OK, so the guy uh, beat up his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And then so the people in the neighborhood beat him up. So we saw the whole neighborhood whipping this dude ass. The dude beat up his girlfriend. The whole neighborhood was whipping his ass. Look, kids were throwing rocks at him. Uh, men and teenage boys was punching them and kicking them. Old ladies, old 80-some ladies had, 80-some-year-old uh, ladies had broomstick handles and hitting his ass in slow motion like this. Look. Well, I'm not finna laugh at that. Hitting his ass in slow motion. <laughs> I'm not finna laugh at <laughs> Listen, that Listen, the, the point is, is that they have, a they have pride and they have a sense of dignity, right? And they respect one another. They respect one another. But at the same time, they don't have the culture that we have, the media that we have that drives home every day, all day, every day, all day that you got to have this stuff or you ain't nobody. Do you agree that we've been stripped of our, uh, we, we've been stripped of all of that? Like we don't have a sense of pride, bro. When you when you get to that point, you know, it, it, it's that when that struggle gets fucking you, real, you have a sense of pride, right? I do, but I, I have, do, but I, right? but I'm different though. Okay, well, okay, well that's my, well, my, my, but my you're point. different. But it's though, a lot really? of us that are your different, situation right? is different. But it's a really? lot of us different, and a lot of our situations are different. You see, and and there and there are people who don't have what you and I have, who who still have pride. Remember before we, I, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Remember, I do. Remember before we got but all we're talking about kids. But though. remember, but remember, remember 
before we got, we weren't always adults. We, at some point we were kids. And at some point we got a sense of pride because we, we, we wanted to have more in life and we wanted to get to a point to where True we that, but we sit saw, on the we porch had a fucking example on Willie. Yeah, we, we had a fucking but example, bro. But there's always been examples, bro. Where? There's always been examples. Look around. If it hadn't have been for cuz, I wouldn't have never known that shit existed. But was that an example? You know, that's a fucking you, example. That's always an example. Like, here's, here's this thing. I, I didn't... I, I, Cosme I didn't, and Jay Prince. Okay, yeah. If I would have never seen that shit, I would have never knew that was possible. Well, look here. So you... So you... Did you have television? I had some shit that you had to stick fucking uh, 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 coat hangers and put fall on the wires. Did you? Did you... Did you see some... Did you see some examples of people having the shit that you wanted? I saw the prices, right? I saw the stories... And then we went outside, I saw cartoons, and I, I saw the news. I didn't really see, you know, I wasn't watching Dynasty and you, shit. You, 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 but you're saying that you needed, you needed to see it in the physical form. I saw the shit, Willie. You needed to see it in the physical I form. I saw it. So when you saw it in the physical form, you knew it was real. I knew, I knew it was an attainable. Okay, well, check this out. Uh, I, will, I will argue that... Willie, you will argue with a I will, fucking I will, stop sign. I will argue that that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I would argue. I would argue that today. I would argue that today, the kids see more than you and I ever did. Yeah, Check this out. Check this out. When I was when I was uh, I, at ten years old, I started cutting grass with my with my with my godfather. Me too. Okay. Well, not my right. godfather, but by myself. Go ahead. I was cutting grass in River Oaks in Memorial and and Braisewood, right? Now, I used to be pushing those lawnmowers and I would look through the windows, not peep, just look, glance through the windows and I would see these homes. They were so pristine. The beds were made, the floor, floors were clean. Everything was neatly. Willie, that, that's uh, white people. Hold on, hold, really? on, hold on. That was that was that was mostly white people. Yeah, but go ahead. But, but you don't you don't you don't have to you don't have to see. I didn't. I didn't have to see a black person doing it. The I did. Possible. But go ahead. But that's you. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. You can't put that on everybody. I'm not I, putting it on. I, everybody. I'm putting it on me. I saw. I saw. I saw people living the life, the lifestyle that I wanted, and I went after it. When I saw, when I was, when I was had that fucking grass around my neck, and I'm right, and I'm pushing, and I'm, I'm got sweat everywhere, <laughs> and I'm all fucking, I'm pushing this down low, I'm working my ass off, and I hit the backyard, and this. Cat, this chick is just laid back by the pool, sipping lemonade. I was like, I want that shit. I want that, and I'm going to get it, right? I was like, I want that, and I'm going to get it. And I went and got it. And I knew it wasn't going to pop up magically for me. I knew I was going to have to go out there and go get it. So, Willie, you being older than me, right? So... <laughs> But, but much but, older than me. Let me finish. Well, well, no, well you know, I'm, yeah. old, I'm older than you, but yeah, you look older, older than you me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You look older. Yeah. You know, I've so been through more. I've been through more shit. But yeah, listen, but you know that's your, <laughs> that's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> so, if me, my 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 thinking is okay. I see a big ass house, and I go to the backyard cutting grass, and I see a white woman laying out. You know, that's a that's that's different for me. I don't think I saw a white why person. That, why was that different? Because for you? it wasn't black, and I, I ain't well, never why? seen no white folk before. But you ain't never seen no white people. I, ain't, I man, <laughs> let me. Willie, I'm dead ass fucking serious. I think I may have been eight or nine years old before I saw a white person. In per, in person. In person. So you never went to like 
a grocery <laughs> store outside of the hood or nothing like that? You never went to? When I started, when I, well, I may have seen white people when I was, you know, going through my asthma and shit, but I don't remember none of that shit. My first recollection of a white person when I was when we moved from, from, uh, South Acres over on, on Stella Link. That's when I started yeah. seeing the mixture of Chinese, and I Cambodian. Used to, and I used to cut grass over there off Stella Link also. You did? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a Jewish community, yeah. so it was yeah. a lot of money in there. Yeah. Now, but, I feel you. But I'm talking about the apartments on Link Valley. Yeah. So that that's everything. You saw Cambodian. You saw Vietnamese, Chinese. That's my first time seeing uh, uh, Cambodians and Vietnamese and right. Chinese. That's the first time I seen that shit. Right. Um, and then I had a, a, a friend, white friend. His name was David Cochran. Okay. And I haven't seen him since we was kids, but that was my dog. You know, right. we, 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 we didn't know the difference, you know, between and how us. How old were you at that time? Probably about eight or nine. Okay. And where is David now? I have not seen David in years. And so he wasn't got a his, true friend. No, he you was a he was de- no, he was definitely a true David friend. No, no, you wasn't a true friend. No, Willie, I didn't man, up. that that shit back now, Willie, hell you got no. To the bag and turned oh, the back Willie, on David. Willie David moved That's back to happened. Fort Worth or some oh, shit, okay, man. Okay, Clifford David Cochran. If you got your fucking ears on, man, contact me on Facebook. Okay. See what I'm saying? See, I made that connection just now, man. Reuniting old friends on Ghetto Boys Reunion. But we never looked at People like we wasn't supposed to be around them. You know yeah. what I mean? We all played football together. You know, we all uh, fought together and, and 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 roller skated together, man. But that was our life. We never yeah. dreamed or imagined having life outside of our little circle. Really, like it was us, and then it was it was the it was you know my mama used to call us middle class. When we when we when 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 she uh, moved uh, with my father, um, with my stepfather, but I call him my father, so let's just say my father. So they they were making the combined income of some decent money. So we had a cool apartment, man, and then they eventually bought a house. Well, they eventually rented a house and they eventually bought one, mm-hmm. but it was always in the it was always in that line of just regular people, you know. And I, I never got a chance to see, oh, shit. You know, even even when rap first started, you know, we never thought of I didn't never think about the big houses and the, and the nice cars and shit. You know, I always thought the gold rope and, and, and the fucking, uh, uh, you know, I, I thought that symbolized success when I was coming up. So had it not been for what I've been through or what I saw, I would have never, ever took that next step. To get to that level, because I would have never known that it was attainable had I not seen it right here. Yeah. And I, I can I can I can understand that because but I just wasn't that type of dude. I, I always felt like if if a human could do it, I could do it. It didn't matter to me if they was white, black, whatever. If I saw another human being was able to do if I saw a human being flying, I swear to God, our mother can try to fly oh, Lord. W- without any type of wings or no, no type of mechanical <laughs> oh, device. Uh, I try that shit, man, because I just feel like I could do any fucking thing the next person can do. I just I don't believe that 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 another man is 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 better than me. And I don't in, believe in I never believe that another man is not attainable. Well, I well, I don't believe I don't I, I believe that too. Everything is attainable, but I had to chase the blood. Now I get you because there are some people that have to see 
So there are some black people that have to see black people do it. Just like there are some Hispanic people that got to see a Hispanic person do it before they believe it's possible. But you know, know, I get that. I, I, I do. I do. I really do get that. Man, do you know why they really fucked us, Willie? They really fucked us coming out of high school with these trades, with mm-hmm. these certificates that made us licensed, that, that, that allowed us to be licensed plumbers or licensed electricians or carpenters or shit like that, metal shop workers. They fucked us because they took that out of the schools knowing that we did a lot of work with our hands. Do you remember? I don't know if you had uncles, but I, well, you, I know you had uncles, but your, my, my uncles worked like, uh, 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 with construction companies and shit, man. With my grandfather when he was a plumber and they would get up in the morning and they would go do their plumbing shit. And my uncle Eddie, he would, would play the bass on all my shit. Uncle Eddie, that motherfucker would come home full of cement. Mm-hmm. But every fucking weekend, man, he had a big ass bankroll, That's bro. Right. And right. and and nowadays, I don't see no black people. Well, I see a couple now, but I didn't see for a long ass time. I didn't see no black people on the side of the road for a long ass time. I didn't see no black people doing electricity, doing plumbing. When when I built my fucking house, bro, all I saw was Hispanic people working on that house. And I didn't know. I didn't, I, you know, I, my mindset is not like it is today. You know, like it's, if, if, if I put my money up and we have to hire contractors, then, then we have to hire black people. We have to. Because that's the only way we're going to be able to come up. We got to employ each other in, in, in these situations, man, that, that open up for us, man. Otherwise, we're going to stay, we're going to stay on the bottom, bro. Man, do you know I just called my boy David Cole and uh I love David Cole. David, I've been knowing David Cole a long know, motherfucking time, bro. David Cole uh sent me a reference today uh for uh, a black roofer. Uh I just had to hire somebody today. Shout out to Johnny Hollins, JG Hollins Builders. Contact him. There you go. Bad motherfucker. Black. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? 
Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I just started a foundation in my mom's name. My mom's name is Marvelous. And I started the foundation to bridge the gap between the young and the old, the rich, the poor, the hopeless, and the hopeful. So it's called A Marvelous Bridge. And one of the things that we're brilliant. doing- Brilliant. Fucking brilliant, yeah, Willie. Go ahead. One of the things that we're doing uh, is we are bringing back vocational courses for, for the young people. As, sure. as, you know, so- 14-year-olds, by the time they start high school, before they can start getting in their brain that they're going to run the streets, before the streets start getting to them, they're already learning the trade and they already know they got to out early on. Huh. They got to out. So we're teaching them HVAC. We're talking about p- painting, sure. welding, sure. Uh, plumbing, all of that. And in, in, in addition to that, investing in real estate, uh, your favorite cryptocurrency. And, really? And... and, and, and in um and in um uh, in the stocks, and then on the flip side of that, the elderly, we're sending them out on outings, you know, monthly outings. Then we're gonna eventually get down to weekly weekly outings, uh, getting them off the porch, getting them off the uh off the, you know, out of that room, out of that convalescent house or whatever, yeah, uh, out of that convalescent facility, you know, uh, they're gonna showing be them gonna some, showing them that people send, love them and appreciate their struggle, yeah. man, and what they did, and that's us. what and that's what it's about. Because yes, what I what I the contributions of our elderly, you know, we have nowhere to start. We can complain all we want about the conditions today and how you know what they didn't do right and all that kind of they shit. Did everything, but right. they did a lot of things. But they did a lot of things right, and we right, wouldn't really. we wouldn't be in the position that we're in. We wouldn't have the opportunities that we have without our elders. You know, and that's why it's important to me. You know what? Go ahead. That, well, I'm just saying that's why it was important. Sure, to me to and I that. think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, you know, you know how we fucked up 
and like the people that came up after our parents came up, like like how they came up. We came up. We came okay. up, Willie. You okay. know what I mean? Like we came up. And the first thing that pops into our head is, man, I'm gonna do this for my kids so they don't have to go through the shit that we went through. Mm-hmm. To some kids, that was a blessing. But to other kids, that was a fucking curse. Because the kids that grasped it and took advantage of it, you know, flourished. They prospered from it. But the kids that felt um, entitled or, 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 or let's just even fucking say downright spoiled, it didn't work out too well. It's not going to work out too well for them. Well, it's okay to spoil kids. I do, it is, I, but, I believe, uh, but, but but when they get to be, riding. it's okay to spoil them. Just don't spoil them rotten. And that's where I think some of us we 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 miss the mark at. And, and that's a very fine line because look, it look, is. man, it, it's not it's not like math. It's not like two plus two equals four. You know, it's not the same. You don't get the same results every single time. You know, if you mm-hmm. do this, you, this happens. You do this, this that. Some kids. No matter what you do, no matter what you instill in them, they're not going to get it. Some kids, you can give them that access and you can give those, give them those options and you can teach them the family business and they'll take it to the next level. Perfect example. Some other other kids will take it and they'll they'll blow the whole bag. Blow the whole fucking bag. Yeah. Perfect example, bro. Like, I know for a fact that I didn't learn how to be a dad until a few years ago because my children taught me. My boys taught me how to be a father, right? Um, I taught Chris how to fish, meaning I gave him a hustle. And him being out on the road with me, being my tour manager, now he manages other people's tours. And now he's going out on other people's tours and he's getting fucking money, Willie. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I gave him something. Shout out to Chris. Chris. Hey, Chris, Chris, I gave, Chris gave me a kidney and, and I, I taught Chris how to fish, you know, too. And, and I'm so fucking proud of him, dude. Like he is actually on his fucking business. Like, you know how it is when Chris come out on the road with us and he take care of every fucking thing. Well, now he's doing that for other artists outside of his dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's fucking dope, man. Yeah, that's admirable. You know, you, you know, Chris. Chris always been, you know, one of my favorites, man. One of yeah. my favorite people. Yeah, yeah you did good, man. How in the hell did Chris come from you, though, man? I don't know. God okay. damn, man. <laughs> Chris, that boy, Chris. Hey, else, Chris, man. A, Chris, a cold dude. Shout yeah. out to Chris Jordan. Yeah, Chris. Hey, Jordan. donate to uh, the the Chris Jordan Quality of Life Foundation. Foundation too, man. Y'all check him out. He doing yeah. big things for, for um, donor awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, donor awareness. Like we ain't gonna be like when you die, you can't take it with you. Remember that saying? Mm-hmm. Well, we can't take this shit with us either. So we might as well give it to somebody else to say they like, so they can enjoy it. Oh yeah. No, no, I can dig it. I can dig it. Did you watch the Dharma movie? I did, Willie. Uh, God damn it. That's something else. What in it? the fuck, bro? What yeah. the fuck? And the whole time I'm sitting there. Um, Watching this guy, I'm like, man, what in the fuck? What in the fuck? Do you remember when we went on tour in 1991, 92? That's when it went We down. went over there to the fucking house, though, yeah, yeah. to the apartment. 
Right. We went to those apartments, man, mm-hmm. and I was scared as fuck. Even though he was already in jail, I was like, because yeah, they popped him in '91. They popped him, and we had a tour yeah. that shot through Milwaukee, and I, it was me, you, and Damo, mm-hmm. a Bill, or something. We all went because back then we was all cool. Mm-hmm. That's before we stopped being cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we was all cool. We did everything together back then, y'all. But we went over Jeffrey Dahmer's to where all the shit took place. Yeah. And Willie, when I had the opportunity to to really learn what happened, like this motherfucker was psycho, like like a real live psycho that we were within seconds. Of being where he was. You know what I mean? Like we was there. We pulled up on the curb and seen the apartments. Mm-hmm. He was cutting off heads and, 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 and sawing bodies up and throwing them in, in acid. And wow. The fact that he got away with it for so long and with all of those warnings. You know, the police were warned. They were warned about this guy. Really? You know, the, the next door neighbor. It's on, it's on record. It's documented. She's on record saying it's something not right. You know, this guy is, I'm hearing, it's a fight going on. It's This guy just attacked this guy. This guy just came across, left his, left out of his house, butt naked. Uh, he's investigating. something going Jesus on. Jesus are, are you sure? They, they, well, you go said, check. Well, he said it was his boyfriend and he's just drunk. He said, no, he didn't look like a, he didn't look like a man. He looked like a little kid. Are you oh sure? Oh, my God. No, he's, no, 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 no. He's grown. No, are you sure? She's like, are you sure? You know, uh, I, I don't have the name of, of that lady. Her, 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 I, man, her if niece, you give me a second, niece, I'm going to remember her name. The niece and the, uh, the niece. Uh, and the nephew. And, no, Go no, ahead. no, I'm saying the niece, the niece and the, uh, the, the aunt. They were very diligent about uh, informing the police that it was something not right about Dahmer. And, you know, he was actually committing crimes and they was telling the police. But the police kept giving him a pass. They even came into his house. And smell a smell. You know, if we are to believe the accounts from the from the documentary or the film, uh, the series, there's a point when the police come in and say, you mind if I look around? He say, uh, yeah, go, uh, go ahead. Sure. Yeah, and, sure. And he walks in. And he just looks into the room. He peeps into the room. He don't walk around, like actually look around. He just peeps into the room. Say, man, let me tell you something. Milwaukee police, every single person who was involved at that time, who got a call, who who went out there to check on, on that or who hung that phone up, who ignored those pleas from those neighbors. They should be held accountable. Every last one of their asses should be locked up. They should never be allowed to work in law enforcement again. Do you know that their primary job is to keep the public safe? That's, That's public their safe. job. Sure. And they failed the citizens of Milwaukee miserably. Wow. It was horrible, man. I'm sitting there watching this like, this is common sense, man. This is this is common sense. This is on a rudimentary level. You don't have rudimentary. to be you don't have to be brilliant to figure this shit out. You pull up on a kid that's naked. And he's and he's shivering, and 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 they're telling you that this guy was, is being chased uh, by this other guy, and he's telling you they're trying to he's trying to kill me, he's trying to hurt hurt me. This guy walks up and say, uh, "Yeah, that's my boyfriend. He's just drunk," and your dumbass believe him. 
fam. The Dharma movie demonstrated. Negligence. It demonstrated (laughs) negligence, yes. But it also demonstrated how white privilege disarms the police. God damn it, Willie. That is nothing. That was nothing but white privilege. Because every flip every, it every and let that little boy would have been white, and the other, you know, the, the other, the other. Yeah, if 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 the, if the little boy had been white and the the, the suspect or uh, Dahmer had been the other, you know, other. What was that the kid? What was he Indian or something like that? Uh, maybe Native American Asian or something. I said Indian. He's well, maybe, maybe, but I'm just saying, Willie. Like it, it was all non-white victims, and he said that he chose the uh, uh, he chose his victims by h- how attracted he was to them. Okay, so evidently he is not. He was not attractive attracted to white people. Did you see that part? Mm-mm. Like he 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 chose the men that he w- was attracted to. Watch it when he when they're interrogating him about it. Like he didn't he didn't he picked on he he picked but up I, Asian I, black. I, I, his, I don't I I think he chose those victims because they were soft targets. Well, I'm just saying what and he, he said, knew he could get he away. With. He could he knew that he could get away and nobody would care. Or mm. At least at least the police would. Nobody care. would. Man, they just man they had uh uh signs up. Looking for these people by his apartment when he just be walking by, right? You know, and he knew he, yeah, Willie. This sick fuck kept the identification cards and driver's license of his victims. Imagine how many times that line he used have been used by other predators. I bet you they got some type What's of the line? playbook. That's my boyfriend. He's drunk. So put a put a female in in position, and it would be like that's my girlfriend. She's drunk. That ain't gonna work. But that's what I'm saying is that if that had been a female, he could have used that same line. Black female. To he could tell the police that same thing if that had been a female. Imagine how many times that's been used all over the United States. Oh, and uh, the UK too. Let's not forget the UK. The UK operated very similar to, to, to America, the way that they allowed to get away with crimes. Wow. Yeah. That's cold-blooded, it's though, very, man. It's, it's sick. Dude, dude, that smell. And, 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 what, and what about the people who owned the apartment building? They had an, they had an obligation to uh, keep that complex safe also. And it, they had that, that smell. Everybody talked about man, the smell, how smell foul the smell it? was. Have you ever smelled death? You know, I have. (laughs) God damn. Bruh. That, that, you, it's a, you can't never get that out of your nostrils. Mm -hmm. It takes forever to get that smell out of your nostrils, bro. The smell of death. Oh my God. And that lady was smelling it for weeks and weeks and months at a time. But are you seeing how they're trying to humanize them? Oh, you know, he had a tough na- a childhood. His mom and daddy used to argue, and his daddy taught him how to, you know, dissect. dissect uh, I don't. I'm d- not dissect animals, shit. and you know, it's his dad's fault. It's his mom's fault. They're trying to put the fault on the mom and the daddy instead of just saying, he you know, he's just person. a fucked up, wicked, sure mother. You know what I'm saying? The dude sure. was just wicked. He's a he was just he's a, a wicked, very wicked man. Just. Wicked person, just a wicked person, and it, it ain't, it ain't, it, and nothing short of that. 
That's but what they're trying is. to, but they're trying to paint the narrative that this guy is somehow himself a victim. I disagree. We well, see, listen, we listen. see what y'all doing, producers, and it ain't working. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Let's switch gears. Did you see the? <laughs> Let's switch lanes. Uh, 
Did you see the um, the little kid get the uh, get get tackled real hard, and the mama started chasing after the other kid? <laughs> no, when did this hey, happen? Man. Where did this happen? I I don't remember where, but a little kid got tackled by another little kid, and the mom was chasing the tackler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pull it up for me, Mario. And what happened? Uh they they I I man, well. From what I hear, they suspended the, the 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 kid and the mom from the league for good. Exactly. Yeah. All you parents out there, if your kid can't cut it, get him off the field, get him off the basketball court, get him out of there. Your, your kid ain't got no business being on the court if you can't conduct yourself as a civilized bystander. A civilized bystander. A civilized bystander. Or a fan. Fan, whatever, man. You, you, you know these parents. They have made little league sports horrible and dangerous. Man. It's the parents. It's the parents. It's the parents, man. And then when you see when the kids see the parents acting a damn fool, then what they do? They gonna act a damn. They fool. start acting a damn fool. It's cool act a damn fool. Exactly. And really. Yeah, you know, so no. it's sad, bro, that you got to have <laughs> cops at Little League games. And and let me tell you something, man. These games, we already know how hard it is to raise funds for a, for these Little League teams already that are, are in the hood, right? Dig it. We already know how hard it is just to get equipment and stuff for these kids. Dig it. And now you got to spend this extra money that you could actually use for equipment or, or to feed these kids to... Hire police officers. These damn cops cost two, three hundred dollars, you know, a day. Now nah, they they um uh, fifty dollars a game. The cops? No, no, not no, the, no, cops. No, the cops. No, the cops. They yeah, they're a couple hundred bucks a day. I'm thinking yeah, about the man. EMT. Yeah, but I've been coaching um uh, football for a long time, little league football for a long ass time. But yeah, it's expensive, man. And and you know you 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 you. You coaching these underserved communities, and and they still on that. They still with the shits. You know what I mean? The cousins, the uncles, and the daddies, and the mamas. They with the shits. You know? Man, if y'all know y'all is struggling for money already, first and foremost, <laughs> even if you're not struggling for money, it's your job to make sure that these ha- these kids have a safe place to play sports. Make sure that they're safe. They're in a safe environment as a parent, as a coach. That is your job first and foremost. It ain't about you. Huh. It ain't about how you feel. At you know, all. even if you feel like you got a bad call, even if you feel like a kid uh, was a little too rough with your kid, you need to bite your tongue and you need to say, you know what, man, I'll deal with this off the court. We'll deal with this later. I'll talk to the coach about it or whatever. But that ain't how that ain't how it go, man. Y'all, some of you parents out there, y'all setting horrible examples for your children. Mm. And then you wonder why your kid end up with a wire cut in his chest laying on a table. You wonder why they end up in prison. You wonder why they end up in jail. Mm. You parents, it starts at home. A lot of you parents, man, y'all file. And y'all need to be called out. Ain't nothing cool about it. Why when I went to a game... Just recently, bro, I had to take my pistol because I didn't know what to expect. Where was you at? I never, I never felt that way before Where going to a little league game. Where were to, you? I can't say, I'm going to say exactly. I was in Houston. I mean, you was in Houston, though. Yeah, I was in Houston, man, but I took my gun. 
because I didn't know what to expect. I'm, I, I made sure I was totally strapped because I, and, and guess what? Toward the end of the game, they started fighting. They didn't start fighting, but these little kids who was playing, they lost. They was talking shit. Two parents. So the coaches, they're not controlling them. The parents are not controlling them. Hell, most of the parents don't even show up for the games. But let one of them little bastards make it to the NFL or something. They go, that's they my baby. There. That's they my baby. They're going to be there. The whole family going to be there. Exactly. Trying and when I say little bastards, I mean little bad ones. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about the good kids. There's yeah. a lot of good kids out there. But the little kids. bad ones, asses need to be called out just like their parents need to be called out. We don't need to be handling handling them with, with kids' gloves, man. These kids and, and their parents, <laughs> they're making it very difficult uh, to even have little league sports, man. I agree. Think about what's, what I'm saying. Well, I agree. We don't have that shit in baseball, though. All right. Why not? I mean, shit, you know why. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't. I haven't I mean, really seen it. Like I had it in baseball. No. Nah. You know, what about uh, what happened in Philadelphia with the kids getting off of football scrimmage and. You see yeah, that? it's like, who, yeah. The, the, uh, uh, who did the, the shooting? Quintuple, uh, shooting. Yeah, who, who, who did the shooting? Was it some adults or was it some kids? Was it some random shit? What the fuck? I'm not sure, but who the hell bends the corner on 14 year olds? You know, who does that, bro? Like these kids are at least trying to do something, you know, they're at least trying to do something positive. They was playing a scrimmage game and they were walking, walking away from the field and somebody pulled up. They said they either did a drive by or they got out of the car and started shooting. And I, then I, one I, kid, I, I, at least I, one kid was, was killed. At least he was killed. He was killed. He was killed. A 14 year old was killed. Killed. I thought he was in ICU. Dead. He didn't make Motherfuck it. Motherfuck me, man. Wow. Yep. That's what happened. So, you know what's the trip part about it is, man, is that <sighs> it's like the youngsters wow. really could make a lot of difference for their own, for themselves. Like peer pressure still works both ways. It works on the negative side and it works on the positive side. If the youngsters just started saying, look, man, this is what we're doing. And when they see one of their, one of their peers doing something wild or something weird, they say, hey, man, we don't do that. We don't get on like that. Like, that is so like, like somebody, up to me. somebody got to have the courage to stand up and stand on something and say, no, nah, we're not doing that. Because you do that, you're going to make all of us look bad. Or you do that, you're going to put heat on all of us. It's time for the youngsters really to step up and and start policing themselves. Because, you know, the alternative don't look too good, brother. I got my own version of Scared Straight, Willie. I have my own version of Scared Straight. How so? Man, I, I man, you, you should be able to uh, get these parents to sign off um, with these troubled kids and have them to be able to come to my fucking, I don't even call it scare straight. I just want to call it like a reality check. Come get on the bus with me. Let me take you into this um, uh, jail facility so you can see what it's like in jail for about three or four days. You know, where you have to dress out, where you have to eat that slop, 
Well, I'm, I ain't talking about no old ass. I'm talking about kids just fucked up. Like, this is where you headed. I think that for most of the kids that are like that, they not going to get it. They still well, not going to Yes, they will, because I, let me finish. You don't, you're not, we're not going to put them in the same cell with each other so they can play and shit. We're going to put them in the shoe. You know what I'm saying? You know what the I shoe still, is? I still believe that most of them will not get that piece. You know, like once you get there, like when I got to that point, you couldn't scare me, bro. I wasn't trying to scare you. I, I know what will, though. What? At the end of that stay, when you get ready, before you dress back out, you go in that fucking morgue. You walk their ass through that morgue and you that let them see. That would have scared me because I've been in the morgue. A, a fucking ghost can pop up out the goddamn floor right now and it wouldn't scare you, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm talking, I, I'm talking about a fucking 10-year-old through, through 14, 15, 16 years old. I want, you know what I mean? Like that's a scare straight for you your ass. You can't seen no ten year old of that man. See, hey, that, bro, man. if he if if, if they can't have traumatized no ten year old shit, man. I mean, you got sometimes. I mean, sometimes the truth is traumatic, Willie. Yeah, it's I traumatic. Know. It's, you know, it's some fucked up shit to do or some fucked up shit to say, man. Yeah, but we gonna have to get some order. We gonna have to get some order, or we gonna be extinct like dinosaurs, bro. We are gonna be extinct like the buffalo. You know, the youngsters really are. They are killing the hope of the youngsters. Bruh. Cause think about it. Think about this. When, when when we were doing our thing, when we were coming up, we were aspiring rappers or whatever. We looked at rap as our way out. We was like, man, once I get that, I get that, I, I got it. I made it. I'm out. Well, now, and, and in front of, and, and and once you made it, you know, pretty much you were okay. You know, until yeah, you until you until you, until you had the pocket in the big situation, it was okay. Yeah. But then, but now you have every week. A rapper dropping, you know what I'm saying? Rappers and are dropping like flies, crazy. and the youngsters are looking at this. They, they, damn, they got all that money, they got all that success, and they still getting and killed. Dying so, so, what is my incentive to aspire to do the right thing, to aspire to come up, to aspire to make it out? What is my incentive? I'm gonna get killed anyway. The you youngsters, what, they're killing, the, they're killing the hopes of their own peers. Their own generation. They're, they are killing their hopes. We learned we learned this shit like it was a business, though. You remember? Like we we looked at this shit like this was gonna this is gonna be able to provide for our families. You know, being able to get your mama a house and and yep. being able to rebuild your grandmother's house and mm-hmm. and helping everybody else. So you got up in the morning and you came to the hood. And you stayed in the hood for as long as you wanted to, because mm-hmm. you was a real life ghetto boy. Mm-hmm. I was a real life ghetto boy. I'm in my neighborhood, but when it's time to go, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not gonna get off into no. Sh- I'm not gonna let you get into no shit uh, behind some shit that I'm doing. Here's the thing, man. When you when you are put in a leadership position, man, you become a leader. And I feel like now I know for a fact that when shit changed for me and I had to start making decisions for the people that was, that was around me, I, came, I, be, I became a leader. I learned how to lead and me being a leader and knowing how to lead. I wouldn't want to put the people around me in a fucked up situation, bro, because I know how tough it is. To, it's easy to get into this shit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, what was that saying, man? Well, uh, the homie broke it down to me, man. He said, uh, he said, uh, hey, that's a little dude in the jail. He said, man, how long you got? He said, oh, I got 75 years. And he said, well, how long did it take for you to do what you did? Five minutes. Five minutes <laughs> three minutes. 
That ain't no fair exchange, bro. That ain't no even exchange. Five minutes for 75 years? Five minutes and you got 30 years? Mm-hmm. That's, that shit ain't weighing out, bro. When you get your money, and this is for all the youngsters that listen, uh, and this is for all the old people that's in contact with the young people that need to listen, man. Like, when you become, when you, when, when you get wiser and become that leader that everybody look up to, make sure that you leading your troops in the right direction. You know, bring them up. To your level You know what I mean Ain't nobody standing over nobody mm-hmm. Like like, And that was our thing Willie when, when when we got When we got out the bucket We reached our hand And the poor motherfuckers with us We showed people how to hustle man mm-hmm. We showed people how to get their money And how to get themselves Out of the situation That they was in So all of the OGs The OGs is out there That speak to these youngsters man That speak to the youth man When these youths When the youth becomes leaders Teach them how to lead And make sure that they Lead Properly, because we don't want these kids uh, 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 leading fucking uh, 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 malicious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like lead them in the direction where they can be something in life, instead of being being fucking uh, uh, felons. Yeah. You know. What do you think about dude who called some of the old rappers dusty? And and for context, he was talking about how the rappers back in the Gap mm. did not properly prepare today's generation of rappers business wise. Huh? And it's not true. And, well, that's what but he said. That's what he said. And then uh, he went on to say that, hey, you know, you, you know, you say you invented this thing. I don't know. You know, you're looking kind of dusty. What does it mean by dusty? What does that mean? I mean, you like, ain't got it. You know, looking broke. Basically, <laughs> basically calling, you know, <laughs> calling these uh, guys who uh, are the pioneers of this thing broke. So, uh, so let me say this. So, so growing up where I grew up, uh, growing up where you grew up, you know, like if you had it, you never told nobody you had it. You know what I'm saying? Like that was just a cardinal rule in the streets, man. If, if, if you 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 were the part, you didn't have to look the fucking part. Like what 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 makes him look? What makes a a person look like? Here's here's the perfect fucking example. Look at Russell Simmons, and and, and look at one of these little kids with all of this shit on. All right, look at LL Cool J. And look at all of these little kids. Look at Ice T. And look at all these kids. Look at Ice Cube. And look at all these little kids with all this shit on it. These Rolls Royces and doing this shit. But look at Willie D. All right. Look at me. I'm just, I, I, motherfucker, I play golf every day. Okay. So whoever said that, has, has, he, he has no, um, he has no respect for this culture. Because it had, because had it not been for those um, originators providing the ground for me to stand on, all right. And and and, and today I reached out to to Chuck, I reached out to Cube, I reached out to LL, I, I reached out to Jay Z, and a couple more motherfuckers, like like thanking them for 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 letting me be a, letting me be a part of this shit. 
You know what I mean? For laying it down for me. You know what I mean? Because had it not been for Cuba, L or Chuck, a big daddy Kane, I got hit Kane. Damn. But 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 you know what I mean? Like I'm a hip hop hybrid. I'm 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 Kane, Chuck and Cube mixed up in one cat. You know what I mean? Like, so for somebody to say that we 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 dusty and we didn't teach uh the youth business. That's a lie, because I saw NWA uh, doing uh, tours and getting money and putting money in other places early. I seen, you know, uh, Ice-T started their dreams. Ice-T was living up in the Hollywood Hills and a badass motherfucker with a retractable goddamn roof, you know, with a pool. He the first one I seen with a fucking uh, 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 a euphonics board in his house. Call it the dope house. Ice tea. I remember this shit. But what he, I think what he's saying is that he's not saying what you had and what you did business-wise for yourself. He said, did you pass that information along? Did you actually who pull somebody to the side and say, this is how you do it? Did you pull other, another rapper to the side and say, this is how you do it? What other rapper could we have pulled to the side? What other rapper do you know that's of that, of that age and era? You know, if, if we had questions, we asked, Willie. Ain't nobody just say, come here, little nigga. Let me give you something in your motherfucking ear. <laughs> yeah, right? That's where I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, like a motherfucker just can't. Like, I don't, I don't know these little kids, man. But I swear to goodness. I swear to goodness, if one of those little kids asked me for, 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 some, for some information, right. you know, to help them, then I would give them what I know. All right. I, I don't want nobody to, to, to walk around here and, and say some shit out their mouth like 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 we ain't did shit because I anytime. Hold on. Let me finish. Yeah. Anytime I call Cube because Cube got me on my merch game hard as fuck here recently. But I would call Cube and talk to him about merch. Or, or, or talk to him about the screen behind the stage. G- gave me the game. So share. So so the generation before gave me game. Period. Go ahead. No, that's that's a good point because if you look at any industry, any well, let's just stick, let's stick with music. If you look at any genre, Michael Jackson and Poole uh didn't didn't do a course on the music industry. Prince didn't do a course. Stevie Wonder didn't do a course. Quincy uh, Jones didn't do a course. Jones didn't do a course. Uh, it, shit. Uh, none of the Rolling Stone members did a course. The Beatles didn't do a course. Uh, but I'm sure, of course, that if somebody came to them, like uh-huh. you said, and said, yo, you know, uh, this is what uh, you should be doing, you know what I'm saying? If, if somebody came to them and said, yo, you know, for advice, I'm sure that if they if they they wanted to I mean, get that really? information up, they gave that information up. And also, you, you and, and then you got to also remember this. A lot of times, people don't want to hear shit you got to say in the first place. That's true. So if, if, if a lot of people don't even believe in unsolicited advice. Unsolicited advice. I yeah, like that. Like, yeah, if you ain't, if they ain't asking, you're like, man, I don't care. You know, they're not, they not listening. Listen, the, 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 Shit, a lot of the youngsters won't even fucking listen to you when you tell them, don't pick up that gun, don't pick up that package. They won't even listen to that. Boy, have you listen, so hold up, Willie? Hold up, let me listen make to you laugh. Tell, tell them about <laughs> their business, about business. Hey, Willie, have you seen the guy on YouTube with the gold teeth in his mouth? 
Hey, the nigga pulled his gun. I say, this that fuck it. This what? This that fuck it. Okay. <laughs> he said, every time you, every time you do, you, you the young niggas yeah, take that, that shit. shit make, nigga, goddamn, uh, <laughs> back, back over around. He say, this that fuck it. Yeah. And yeah, you think a motherfucker see your shit and make you look tough and bad and shit, but I say it's that fuck it. I call it that fuck it. Cause it's fuck my kids, fuck some pussy, huh. <laughs> fuck my summers. Ever. I thought that That's shit real. was dope. That shit was so fucking yeah. dope. It's called that fuck it. It's huh. that fuck it. It's yeah. that fuck it. Make you think you're looking hard in the motherfucker with it's fuck my summer. Yeah. Fuck my everything. That's what come behind fuck that, bro. Fuck my mama. Fuck my pussy. Fuck, fuck, yeah. Fuck my, fuck yeah, my, fuck, fuck my, kids. my kids. Fuck all that shit. Yeah. And say, this said, fuck it. I call it that fuck it. Fuck my freedom. <laughs> That's what he said. Fuck my life. Hey, if you got a chance, man, yeah. but everybody make that shit go viral. That shit deserves to go viral, man. And even to this day, man, I'm, 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 I'm older. You know what I mean? And I, I am not... No way trying to figure this shit out by myself. So I ask a lot of questions, okay? And and I know that I know how how well versed you are in cryptocurrency. So I'll say Willie. You know what I'm saying? And I I I, I holler at Jay all the fucking time. Because I got questions, my nigga. And and and, and 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 excuse the N-word, y'all. I call it we all kings, man. But I got questions, my guy. And even in the Bible, it says a wise man seek many counsel. Go ahead. But you know what? I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Jay because in the past, when I started getting my money, I didn't seek counsel from Jay. God damn. I just fucking went and did it. When <laughs> I went to buy some marble, I just bought the marble. You know, when I wanted yeah. to buy a house, I just bought the house. I, I, I never wanted did to buy it. a pool, I just bought the pool. I never did a that. Car, I just did it. And, you know, and this is me with my, my male ego. Yeah. A lot of times men get money and we want to spend our money. We want to do what we want to do because yeah. it's our money. We earned it. Yeah. And we feel like going to another man for advice about manly type shit, yeah. you know, is somehow some sucker shit or whatever. Uh -uh. But but that was in my head between uh -uh. my ears. Yeah. And so I made a whole lot of mistakes early on with money. You know, right. like I blew the bag two or three times before yeah. I secured the bag. Yes, sir. Right. So, uh, but shit. Yeah. A few months ago. Yeah. I'm about to make a big purchase. Shit. Guess who I call? Better. Say, Jay, look here, man. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Shit. I'm not fucking around, bro. I'm going to tell you the cold shit. I'm not shit. fucking around. And, and let, me see, let, me, let, me, let me finish my point. <laughs> that arrogance. Yeah. That lack of seeking counsel from other men and other men who've already been where you're trying to go are done what you've already or you're trying to do is the reason why men make so many mistakes. Huh. Women... Before they will make they a decision, they're going to call six yeah. or seven of their, yeah. of their girls. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they may not follow none of the advice, yeah. but at least they're going to have it. They're going to have the different options before they pick, they gonna pick one. They're going to at least talk to their girls about it. They're going to seek counsel from their girls, from sure. their tribe. They're going to seek counsel. Man, and, and before we go, Willie, I got to give you another uh, J story. Man, I remember when um, Jay had took me to the new ranch, right? And I, I, I was probably 27, 28. No, I was younger than that. I was way younger than that. I was probably 25. And man, I couldn't wait to show Jay the house that I had built. I could not wait. I couldn't wait. 
7,200 square feet, marble floors, double doors, like on the lake. Damn. So I say, yeah, I want you to check something out, right? Man, we rolled up to the spot, man, pulled up in the driveway. <laughs> I think I know where yeah, this is going. <laughs> yeah. We walked through the house, man. I was like, yeah, I'm putting the studio here. This the movie theater. This so-and-so, so-and-so. This, this is this and this is that. And we got outside. That little nigga stood out there. He said, <laughs> you know I do this shit. <laughs> he said, I like it. I love it. <laughs> and he took it across the street. <laughs> but he said, man, you missed the point. It wasn't about the house. That wasn't what I was showing you. It was the land. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Ooh. It's not about the house. It's the Ooh. land. Yeah. A thousand acres. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed by this big ass house, but it wasn't about the house, Willie. It was about what the house was sitting on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Jay. Shout out. Yeah. No more talk. See you later. Bye. This episode was produced by A King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and, and iHeartRadio. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.